welcome back to another episode of Vikings Talk. This is your host, Veronica Towers. And today I'm introducing the episode by my lonesome because for the rest of the episode, you're going to hear our co-host Jeanette, as well as our editor-in-chief, Maisie, come on to interview a very special guest. We have James Williams, who is a sports reporter, and he actually was a student of our current professor back in the days. James is gracious enough to give us some insights into what it's like working in the real world as a reporter, as well as just giving us some background information about his personal journey. So sit back, relax, get a little snacky, and enjoy the episode. Well, hi, James. It's so nice to meet you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a while now. Oh, no way. I know that you spoke with Veronica about Mm -hmm. being on this podcast, but unfortunately, she wasn't able to make it today. So Mm -hmm. I do have my editor in chief with me. Her name is Maisie. Awesome. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. We wanted to ask you a couple questions. Um, We know that you have a couple podcasts yourself and you do do, (laughs) do sports (laughs) journalism as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, we kind of wanted to, uh, you know, understand like what your process is for these podcasts and then also we want to know like how you got into sports journalism my process for the podcast we'll start there because i like to think that one might be a shorter um story than the uh, the career one i guess but um it was kind of interesting at first because um i covered the ucla football team for um the orange county register and the southern california news group um, also, the Long Beach Press Telegram, which would be in your guys' area. Yeah. Um, and so by covering the team, I, d- I did it. I did it for about two years, um, maybe three, including the pandemic. It was all it's all a blur after the pandemic. But um, it had been a good while. And then all of a sudden, one of my one of my buddies, uh, George Medina, who I remember from like day one when I started in community college, like with my first journalism class, um, at Cerritos College, he messaged me and said, hey, do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, sure. And I thought it was just going to be one episode. At first, he's like, do you want to be on my podcast? And I was like, sure. And I just thought it was going to be one episode. Yeah. Um. And then from that one episode, he's like, all right, we'll see you next week. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week. And, and and we've and we've been doing it ever since. We're in our second year of doing it now. And it's it's been a lot of fun. And through this podcast, I've been able to talk to George. I've talked to George more now by doing this podcast than I probably have at any other point prior to that. And I would see him at journalism conferences um, at Cal State Fullerton and all that all the time. So um, it's been great to uh, reconnect with him. And so he did a lot of the editing. I just had to show up and I was all down (laughs) for that, Um, especially because I was doing a lot of traveling, sitting in LA traffic and um, you know, just trying to grind out um, the beat of, of UCLA football. Uh, but then an opportunity came around <clears throat> the Believe Network, um, which hosts both, which is kind of like a, a platform for, I thought mostly sports podcasts, but it does include um, entertainment podcasts and just general um, com- uh, general conversation podcasts as well. Um, they reached out to me and they said, hey, do you want to do a UCLA football podcast? And I was like, uh, sure. I mean, I'm ready to do one. So um, they're like, okay, great. Um, we're going to pair you up with somebody. And and then, you know, you kind of just tell us, you know, you can either pick someone or we'll find someone for you. And then they're like, and then you have to learn how to edit and, and do it all on your own. And you got to get equipment. And I'm like, wait, well, <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, I'm just used to, time. yeah, I'm like, I'm just used to sitting with George on my, on my uh, wireless beats and just using that as a mic, but they want quality and, right. and all that stuff. And I'm like, all right. So that it's been a bit of a, of a learning experience. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's been, it's been interesting. Like, and they were very helpful with it and gave a lot of different tips. So uh, even a dummy like me was able to do it. So <laughs> um, I've gotten better at it and it's made me want to explore and learn and, and, do more maybe not more podcasts but um <laughs> just like be a little bit more adventurous and a little bit more creative with the things that I'm doing and um and do more and I guess to to dive into the the other question about sports journalism it it, it kind of goes hand in hand right for me it was all about I, I started off writing uh, I was always told I was a good writer in in middle school and stuff like that like, <laughs> yeah okay cool that's great um, and I was on the football team at Downey High for four years. So when I graduated from high school, I'm like, okay, now what? What? What is the summer? What am I supposed to do with this? Um, and I just wanted to find a way to stay involved with with football and sports um, and that team atmosphere and being excited on Friday nights uh, when you're out at a game. And uh, again, I remember the back of my head. They said I was a good writer, so I'm like, well, why don't I write about sports? Um, I started a Tumblr page back in the day, um, and um, nice. It start, yeah, I started writing some stuff on there. And then after I'm like, uh, maybe I'll do, like, you know, kind of wasn't my scene based on what was kind of being posted on Tumblr. So I was like, <laughs> Which is um, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if this, I don't know if this is, if this is my, my demographic or my crowd here. So, um, I went over to WordPress. I got, I got, um, into Twitter heavy. I still am into Twitter, very heavy. Um, and, and I've just gone, uh, just gone on from there and, um, was lucky enough to do a little freelancing while, while I was at Cerritos College. And um, my journalism teacher, who I believe you guys are familiar with, Walter Hammerwald, right? Oh, is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he is the reason, um, I, he knows this, um, he is the reason that I've been able to do a lot of the stuff that I have in my career. And he's really actually kind of owe my career to him, to be honest. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I've told him that. If not, make sure he listens to this. We will. Shout um, out Walter. <laughs> yeah, no, Walter, Walter is everything, to be honest. He was a sports guy. And everything that he did and said, I would sit there in class and say, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be. Um, he covered the Rose Bowl games, which is like the biggest game, one of the bigger games in college football um, on New Year's Day, uh, more often than not. And um He's like, yeah, I've done that. I covered Reggie Bush and the big game against Texas and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> um, and it seemed so far and so like out of reach. It seemed like a, like a just a dream, to be honest. Um, since then, I've I've covered all the games, all the things that he would said he did and stuff like that. Not probably not everything he did, but like you know, all the things that stuck with me. And I'm like, yeah, I wanted to do. Like those are the things I've been doing. I've covered the Rose Bowl game the last like three years. Uh, three or four years. Um, I'm going to be covering it again. My boss just told me yesterday um, on January 2nd. So it's, 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 it's fun. And I owe a lot of it to him because again, I, so I'm pretty sure I was not going to sign up for the college newspaper if it wasn't for that moment. And it was just like, those were the lessons. Right. And again, like I said, I hated public speaking, but now I'm speaking to classes. I'm speaking to celebrities and stuff like that um right I saw yeah. on your Instagram that you're starting to talk to like WWE superstars mm -hmm. I thought that was super dope how did you like get to talk to them so one of the cool things is once you like start writing for a paper like the Orange County Register or if it's the LA Times or whatever it's like 
people are looking to share their stories or, or get a little publicity or whatever the case may be. Um, so they reach out to me and they're like, hey, um, do you want to talk to Bianca Belair? Do you want to talk to The Miz? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hello. Um, and the crazy thing for me is, is again, like I'm living out all my dreams. Um, yeah. I didn't grow up watching sports. It wasn't until high school football that I really even paid attention to sports. And my whole family on my mom's side is like into sports. But for me, I grew up watching wrestling. Like wrestling yeah. was my everything. Like yeah. people people go like, oh, you don't remember when the Lakers won the championship? And <laughs> no, no. You're like, I watching... remember SmackDown versus yeah. Raw. <laughs> yes, I was either playing SmackDown versus Raw or I was watching like Raw versus Nitro, like on the Monday Night Wars or something like I was all about wrestling. Like you can ask me anything about wrestling. I'll tell you, but don't ask me about the <laughs> Lakers like in 99. I don't know. That I'm curious. Um, what are the rules that you guys have? Like when you go and cover events, like I know Walter mm -hmm. always tells us that we have to like be neutral. Like we yeah. can't clap. Like we can't mm -hmm. seem like we're either having a good time or a bad time because it looks biased. Mm -hmm. I yeah. wonder if like you guys have those same rules still or how does that work? Like, especially like when you go to Coachella and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah. what about when you're not on the job? Like you said, like they let you take time to go and see mm -hmm. the artists you like, like, do you still have to keep that same demeanor or when you're off the clock, can you kind of like relax and just be yourself? That that's a good question. So first of all, like it, one, it kind of is going to always depend on your environment, I guess, in, in a way, in a sense. Um, I mean, obviously, everything that you guys have said, it, like I still hold true. Um, again, like everything Walter said and everything I learned while I was at Cerritos was that was like where all my fundamentals, like all my journalism one hundred and one, like with Walter and all that, like started. And to this day, all of that is still in my head, and like it was ingrained in me. Like like I know no different. So anytime. Like I'm very big on not showing bias or if I'm writing a story, I want to try my best to have both sides, um, you know, to, to to tell the story for what it is, because partly if I do write a story on one side, if the other side says, well, why didn't you reach out to us or why didn't you include us or why didn't you um, contact us? So one, I try to do from that regard and two, that way I don't have to write two separate stories. Um, <laughs> I can just get it all in one story. But um, I root for a good game. I don't care who wins, who loses. I got to write about it either way. With Coachella, for me, like, I just kind of stay in the background and I'm just kind of vibing. Like, I'm just listening to it. It's not like I'm, you know, no one's really looking or anything. Again, I'm not doing anything crazy or anything. I'm not, like, clapping or, like, go, uh, you know, go Beyonce, go do your thing, girl. But, you know, it's just like, you know, but I'm, like, vibing out. I'm listening to it. Usually I'm tweeting different things, too. Usually um, I think sometimes, like, when people are listening to it on YouTube or they're watching the performance, it's either, like, 15 minutes at the, at the live performance, like, is fit the 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 youtube broadcast is usually like maybe 15 minutes behind um so like when megan the stallion came out and she played a new song she's like this is a new song such and such um i'm tweeting it out oh new song by meg and then everyone's like oh my god tell me your line tell me your line tell me your line and i'm like no meg meg's perform a new song i'll do a little video like so they get a little clip a little teaser let it blow up during that 15 minutes and then everyone knows to listen to the to her performance because it's she's gonna have a new song called whatever uh whatever it may be when you follow me you're getting me when you talk to me you get me like i don't i don't turn on switches to like a journalism mode or a I just kind of use and ingrain what I was taught and and incorporate that into who I am. And that way I'm not wasting energy mm -hmm. trying to like be proper or, you know, keep a straight face or whatever. Like, 
you know, I'm just myself. Like it takes too much energy, too much energy to try and be something or to do something more than what you are. I wanted to know when you first started writing and doing journalism, was there a story in particular that really like, I don't know, I guess was just like, like lit your fire, you know, like you were like, yeah, I know I want to do this. Like this is definitely, Mm -hmm. this is definitely it. It probably wasn't my best story, but my first one, I wrote this article for the Downey Patriot, like I mentioned earlier, and it was about a football player at Downey High who was who got a scholarship offer to USC, and he said he was going to play at USC. So I'm like, cool. I don't think anyone has this story yet. I'm going to reach out to him. I'm going to write the story, and I'm going to pitch it to to the Downey Patriot. And I remember doing it, and and then I remember showing it to Walter like after it was printed one for me it was just exciting to see your name the first time you get it your byline in print right you're just like whoa that was me and I remember showing Walter and being like here you go like (laughs) yeah like like I did that like yeah like I did that I was telling you the first time they sent me out with a recorder to do my first interview um it was for a coach who it was the interview a coach at Cerritos College where um, it was the fall semester, and I believe it was the fall semester. And two players that were at that school previously had gotten a scholarship offer to like New Mexico or Kansas or something. Um, and they were traveling there. Actually, it was three of them, and one of them was my high school was my teammate in high school for football. Um, they were all on the soccer team. It was three of them, and one of them I think didn't go. He flew or something, if I remember correctly. But two of them drove down there um and they got in a car accident and they died um so the first game my first story my first interview was go talk about go talk to the coach about the game he's about to play um where they're going to honor these two kids and their their parents were going to be there and all that and everything it was the start of the season and they were going to remember their their two fallen teammates who had passed away when they were getting ready to start the next chapter in their career in their lives um and it was cut short. And so that was my first college story. And I'm just like, wow, like from the jump, I was like, it wasn't about sports. And I I was talking to a coach, but I was not even asking him about sports. I was asking him about these two, these two players that he had, what they meant to him, why they were dedicating the season to them. I mean, obviously, like I knew why, but like just getting his perspective and um, his reasoning for why they were doing things the way that they were. And yeah, like uh, it was real kind of eye opening and, and made me realize like I'm what you're doing is going to be about more than sports sometimes. And yeah. and I'm like, wow, like a human like, connection almost yeah. like journalism is more than just reporting. Sometimes you really mm-hmm. get like a human element out of it. Yeah. And you're telling someone's story, you know, their their life story, their, you know, whatever. It's it's just impactful. So, yeah. You said you tweet out a lot to keep people like in the loop with mm-hmm. with what's going on. Ever since Elon Musk bought Twitter, has that affected oh. you or like media platforms that you work for at all? Not really. Not not too much. I mean, it it caused concern. Like I'm like, well, if it if the ship does go down, then where do we go? You know. So I started signing up for Mastodon. I think the other one's called Hive or something. I don't know. There's like all these different other platforms, but I'm like, I signed up for all of them. I thought that day, like I thought it was like on a Tuesday. I thought that was going to be the end. And I'm like, I may wake up to no Twitter. And I'm like, man, um, but everything has kind of gone on business as normal as usual, more or less. Um, 
but I don't know. It's I, I don't bother keeping up with Twitter and the Musk stuff anymore yeah. just because it's going to change. He still has to kind of get settled in and figure out and he has to get the right people in his corner and in his ear telling him what's right and what's wrong, kind of. Because he was just kind of just wilding at first. And it was kind of <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, I need you to kind of chill with, with my favorite platform here. Like, <laughs> um, I'm like, you had all this money. You can't like start a new one right. or something. Like, why, why you got to mess mine up? But no, social media in general for me is a big deal. Um, because one, I, I view it as like your brand, your name, your online resume, your business card. When I first moved, the first thing I did was if I'm going to be in a new area, I got to like find out what the papers are. I got to find out what it is. I'm who do I need to know? Who who can I go to for freelance opportunities and different things? So I just started adding a bunch of people on Facebook and on Twitter, like who's who and what's what getting familiar with who's who. If I'm going out to events, who are these people that are going to be next to me in the press box and stuff? Um so I just added a bunch of people who are editors, reporters and stuff. And I didn't talk to any of them. I just added them. <laughs> um, and I just continued to do my own thing. And I was um, sports editor, editor in chief at um, after a few semesters at the Riverside City College newspaper viewpoints. And um, they just kind of, they saw, some people saw what I was doing and knew who I was just from that and saw the work I was doing. And some even reached out to me again, my, my sports editor, um, who got my career started professionally, reached out to me and said, more or less, hey, kid, you want a job? That's really cool. Yeah, I've been fortunate from, and literally because someone hit me up on Facebook, Facebook. Um, so in a message. Like, would you like post like your college like articles yeah, online just like, and stuff? Mm -hmm, just like my art. Again, I didn't really talk to anyone. I wasn't looking for a handout. I wasn't looking for anything. I just added people. And I just continued to do me and went to work and was yeah. just sharing my articles, sharing, you know, updates or different things that were going on. If I won an award at JCC, then I posted that or something like, and they just reached, he just reached out to me, you know, it was just, yeah, just, it was just fun. To show, like everything that you were doing was, was working, like just mm -hmm. putting yourself out there, following, right. uh, you know, people in the industry, like showing off your work, like, mm -hmm. and I feel like some of us don't do that. Like, I think for me, especially, yeah. I know I, it's just like slightly embarrassing, even though like, I know no one's actually gonna like say that my work mm -hmm. is bad no one's gonna message mm -hmm. me and be like hey this was terrible by the way right 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 <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong some they 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 they'll email you and tell you like i got some of those you biased not nah, 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 a bad nah. email before and i'm like and i'm like eh, whatever <laughs> thanks for reading like i'm like thanks for reading because you obviously read right. it still you got read the view. it you clicked yeah. you read it you viewed it yeah i'm like appreciate sure. it make sure hate on the other ones too please no so <laughs> yeah so it's like, I mean, and to me, sometimes they're like, I hate the bad notes, but it's like, it puts into perspective. I'm like, oh, shoot, someone is reading this, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but I'm like, man, I wish the people who liked it, like, would, would say something. That, it really say humbles something you, too. though. Like, it, it helps you grow. It does, because sometimes they may have a point. Or they're like, mm -hmm. that championship wasn't in 2008. It was in 98. And I'm like, oh, my bad. Like, I was watching wrestling. I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up and I meant to type 98, but I put 08, whatever. Like, um, so like stuff like that. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. Like, okay, my bad. Like, so some of that stuff, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'll fix it. Like, that's no problem. But it's like, oh, you're biased. You only talk to the AD. I'm like, the story's about the AD. What are you talking like? 
it's about the athletic director. What do you, what do you not want me to talk to him and tell a story or what? Like, well, I don't get it. So, you know, there, there's people who their, their perspective or what they, how they perceive a story or something might be different. And, and it's kind of interesting to, to learn that perspective sometimes. Like you guys definitely should. I would encourage, strongly encourage you guys to do so. And, and like, I don't say that just cause like, oh, cause then you look cool and everyone thinks you're like famous and stuff, but it's just like, no, because like at least the job opportunities, people will see you, they, they, they see what you can do. And then they start getting ideas about what you can do for them or how you can better them. Or like, this is the person we need in our newsroom to help us elevate or whatever. I think that's the yeah, biggest thing. Definitely seem to have found like this really nice balance mm -hmm. where like you can like, you know, jump onto work mode if you need to, but it's still you, like it's still mm -hmm. like who you are and yeah. you're personable and approachable. And like you said, like on your Instagram, you're like, I'm going to post like what's going on in my personal life. But then mm -hmm. like my next post is going to be like yeah. the game, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is right. nice. I definitely think that we should all strive for that because like, if not, like there's always like this, like uneasy feeling like, oh, mm -hmm. like I, I gotta like, you know, put myself into this mindset or I gotta take right. myself out of this mindset and it can be exhausting, but it's cool. Like you have like that work-life balance, which I love. And I think like, that's one of the cool things about journalism too. Like you mm -hmm. kind of do get like that work-life balance because like you're reporting about these like cool things, like whether yeah. they're like events or sporting events or whatever it may be. And like, I guess you're not supposed to like show that you're having fun, but you have fun, you know? Like my, my job in particular, like it is fun. Like it's sports, it's entertainment. Yeah. Like I'm going to Coachella, I'm going to the, you know the the ucla football games i'm going to the big usc ucla football game i'm covering an esports event like these are fun like what am i going to be like straight face like <laughs> no like you know it's like they're fun like and 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 it's too it's whatever energy you project um you know or like if you're doing an interview like you want it to be fun and entertain you don't want it to be like monotone right yeah. so you kind of have to have some kind of energy you know, it's okay to have some good banter and stuff like that, as long as it's not offensive or you're not um, letting that skew your reporting one way or another. So um, it's been fun. And I've made a lot of friends and just like uh, a lot of people that I've gotten to know over the years. And it's like, it's an honor. It's like, it's, it's, it's a blessing to just like do this and do fun. I'm so glad I don't do politics and all that though. Like <laughs> that would have been the worst. That would have yeah. been the worst. Yeah, you that would not like be your your little yes. niche, which is like sports mm -hmm. and sometimes entertainment. Mm -hmm. So um, we are running out of time again. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. to kind of like wrap up like our interview with you, we kind of did talk a little bit about like your tips for like putting yourself sure. out there. But like, I was just wondering if you had anything else to say for student journalists. Like, I know we're kind of moving into like this digital age where like mm -hmm. we're starting to see journalism kind of be mostly on social media now. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what your advice is for students like us who are currently in college. Like, how do we like get onto those platforms? Like, what should we do? Like, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? Yeah. So kind of look back, obviously, at some of the things that we've talked about already and, and take that um, as advice, but also take it to heart. Right. And I think a lot of it, too, is like you have to put yourself out there. You have to allow yourself to be visible um, if you ever want someone to find you, if you ever want a job, you can't sit there and say, man, I want a job, but no one's giving me a chance. Like, mm -hmm. are you giving yourself a chance? Are you allowing yourself to to be in a position for someone to do that for you or to, to find you and give you that chance? Just find reasons to reach out to people, even if it's like, don't it doesn't necessarily have to be like, hey, do you have a job? But like, come to, you know, get in contact with someone just as they're a person like you know, or, or a podcast is a great vehicle mm -hmm. to say, Hey, 
let's get the local news reporter or whoever on our podcast. We'll just do, we'll talk kind of like we're doing here. And hey, I remember those two girls do that podcast with me. I'm looking for someone who can report, you know, I'm looking for someone who can do a podcast. I'm trying to start a new podcast. Like I need someone who could host a podcast. I remember those two did a podcast, you know, I'm like, you know, it, it's that simple. Sometimes that's all it takes, like, but you need to make yourself visible, putting, putting yourself out there. Of so. course. Thank you for your words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I definitely take all of that to heart. It's, it's inspiring <laughs> to like, see like someone who was formerly a student of Walter's just mm-hmm. be so successful and love what they're doing. So yeah. thank you for being on the show with us today. Did you want to plug in any socials while you're at it? I mean, I guess I kind of already did that during yeah. the show, but but no, but no, thank you for allowing me to do it again. Um, yeah, just follow me on JHW Reporter on Instagram, Twitter. I guess I'm kind of on TikTok. Even if you don't like social a social media platform, sign up for it anyways. Get your name on there. Keep that brand going, being consistent. JHWReporter.com. Everything you need. You can find all my socials, my latest work. I was on ABC7 recently doing a new segment um, for college football. So I have, you know, you want to, promote your work and have it all in one place so jhwreporter.com um and yeah thank you ladies i appreciate it thank you so much and then um once veronica edits this podcast Mm -hmm. we'll go ahead and send it to you awesome send it to me tag me in it whatever let me know i'll share it and uh again thank you guys so much for your time i appreciate it thank you have a good day you You too bye-bye guys so that was our episode with Mr. James H. Williams, our sports reporter. Uh, thank you so much again, James, for coming on. And for everyone listening, make sure you guys are also following us on our social media here at LBCC Viking News. And go ahead and go to lbccviking.com to read all of our current stories. Matt, unfortunately, isn't here to plug the print edition, but there is a new print edition out, so make sure you guys go check that out as well. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Go Vikings.